You know, the temperature of the sun is 5,500 degrees C. And the earth is about 150 million kilometers away from it. If we are any closer, we will burn. If we are any further away, we will freeze. What a coincidence. Do you know that the earth rotate 365 times as it orbit the sun? Could I have the next slide, please? 365 times. If, 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 if the earth only rotate 36 times, half the world will be so cold, nothing will grow. And the other half will be so hot, even the grass will burn. What a coincidence. And summer follows spring, spring follows winter, winter follows autumn. It is just like clockwork. The sunrise, the sunset. What a coincidence. What a coincidence that gravity is just strong enough so that we can stay on the ground and walk. No, if it is any lighter, all of us will be floating like an astronaut. If it is any heavier, all of us will be sitting down like you. Water would not flow. What a coincidence. What a coincidence that the air that we breathe in is 21% oxygen. Any less, you and I are dead. Any more, the first time somebody like a match, we are all toast. What a coincidence that we breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. And the forests of the world breathe in carbon dioxide and breathe out oxygen. What a coincidence. Now, have you ever thought that all this coincidence happened in one little same place called the earth. And Mike, I know, I know some of you are asking this question. What does this have to do with Christmas? Everything. Because if you walk in the park and you see a bunch of coin scattered around, Praise God, coffee. 
what, what is your thought? Straight away, you think it must be an accident. Somebody must have robbed it. But if you walk in the same park and the same coin, and you see this, what, what, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? You'll be thinking that somebody must have arranged it. The scattered coin could be an accident. But this coin definitely is arranged by someone. And this is what all these have to do with Christmas. You can't embrace the Christmas, the Christ of Christmas, until you embrace God of creation. Let, 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 me, let me repeat this. You cannot embrace the Christ of Christmas until you first embrace the God of creation. There is a God. Amen. Your existence and mine in this world is not a product of an accident of a bang. It takes more faith to believe in that than to believe that God created this earth. You know, during creation, He created the universe and then He created man and woman. And when He do that, He gave us a standard to live by. When you buy a car, any one of you own a car here? Only five people in Penang own a car. Where does the rest of the car in Penang comes from? The rest of you drive motorbike. You, you know, when, 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 when you, you have a car, brother, when you buy a car, they give you a manual, and they tell you what to do, right? Is your car petrol or diesel or gas or... You sure? <laughs> now, if you have a petrol car and you pour diesel into it, what happened? It just blow away. And, and, and for us, when God created us, He has a standard. And if we don't live according to that standard, something will go wrong. And when He created Adam and Eve, He, he gave them the same. He gave them free will. I want you to think of this. Without free will, love cannot exist. You understand that? Without free will, love could not exist. And this God of creation, when He created everything else, He created men and women, and He gave them a standard, and He gave them free will, but Adam and Eve choose to live their own way instead of God's standard. And because they did not live according to God's standard, you and I now today live in a broken world. We live in a world where it is not perfect. The Bible says this. It says, All have seen and fall short of the glory of God, the standard of God. All of us have seen and fall short 
of the glory of God. But he also say that the wages of sin, that means the price of disobedience, is death. And this is not just a physical death, but this is also a spiritual death. God is holy. In holiness, there cannot be sin. In darkness, there cannot be light. But in light, there cannot be darkness. And because we do not live according to the standard of God, we have been cut off from God. You know, I remember many years ago when I was not a Christian, my brother-in-law became a Christian. And he was so excited about Christ, I couldn't understand why he was so excited about something that was foreign to me. And one day, he came to my office. I, I make it a point and told my secretary that I don't see anybody under 10. He came at 8.30 in the morning, barge into my door, sit in front of me. He looked me straight in the eyes and says, Titi, this morning we come here because we love you. I said, wow. And I was thinking, you love me? Buy me a Maserati. And he goes, we come here this morning because we love you. And we want to tell you that you are a sinner. And if you die today, you go to hell. You've got to remember, I, I was a businessman. 8.30 in the morning, you come, you die, die, queue. I mean, come on. And, and, and I had to be called a sinner. And I was sitting there. Never kill anybody. I never stole anybody's wife. I, 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 I really never do anything bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I lie a little. I cheat a little. But doesn't everybody? Hello? Come on, tell the truth. They'll set you free. <laughs> but, but the thing is that that is the point. The point is that all of us have stopped living according to the standard of God. And, and, and I begin, oh, that's true. I, I am a sinner. And because of that, I'm cut off from God spiritually. And God has created in such a way that all of us have this component called the God component. We feel it with philosophy. We try to feel it with our Maserati and our condo. We try to fill it with all the pleasure in the world. We try to fill it with all the meditation. But you know, the God hole in our heart can only be filled by God. And praise God, praise God, because the Bible also tells me. But let, 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 let me get there first before. You know, four days ago, I had to stand before a worldly judge. Oh, it was stressful. You see, a few years ago, I got into an accident. And a young motorbike knocked me and uh, flew and landed on the floor and died. And the court case was for four years, so I didn't hear anything. Until about three weeks ago, I was called to court. Four days ago, I, I, I stood before the judge. And it was just a human judge. And I was standing there, and I was literally shivering. 
you know, I, I, I thought I'm quite a brave man. I'm quite comfortable. I'm quite confident. And here I was standing in the dock. Next to me was another guy in, uh, in handcuff. <laughs> and I was looking at him. <laughs> and, and, and this young judge looked at me, read the charges. Guilty or not guilty? And I was telling them, And I was thinking to myself, if he is just a human judge, and the worst he could do to me is to put me in prison for 12 months, and I am standing in fear, what would it be when the day comes when I have to stand before this King of Kings, this Lord of Lords, the Creator of the heaven and earth, who knew every single thought I have in my mind, who knew every motive that I have to live this life, who knew every action that I took. And if I could stand in front of him, how fearful that would have been. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But the, and the wages of sin is death. But this is what Christmas is about. Because in John 3.16, this is what it says. This God, the fall. Because He so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whoever would believe in Him would not perish, but have eternal life. And I, I just could imagine standing before this judge, the Almighty who sees everything, who knows everything about everyone. And he looks at me and he says, Salah tak salah. And I got to stand and look at him and says, Salah tuan. And for him to pass judgment over my life. But I could, I could stand there because he sent his son. And whoever would confess, Romans 10, 10 says this. He says, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that may give me the grace where I can stand in front of him and say, Guilty, God. But I plead the blood of Jesus. And he will look at me and say, Welcome home. You know, it's strange. Can I have the next slide, please? Can I have the next slide, please? You know, Christmas. You look at Jesus. But there's one thing that's very different from this young baby that was born than between him and you and I. You see, you and I, each one of us here, we 
are born to fulfill our calling while we are living. Think about that. We are born so that we could fulfill our life calling while we are living. He was the only one in the world who was born to fulfill his calling in his dying. He was born to die. And amazing, amazing. When he was born, he knew the purpose of his coming was to die for you and I. Jesus is the gift of God. You know, when I was a little boy, I used to really love Christmas more than Chinese New Year. My, my family were not Christian. We never celebrate a, a, a Christmas. We only celebrate Chinese New Year. But I always envy those Christian young people who celebrate Christmas. You know why? You see, in Chinese New Year, you get Ang Pao. How many of you still give Ang Pao Chinese New Year? Acha no? You don't do this in Penang? <laughs> I, I, I like that. You know why? Because we come from a poor uh, family. And my parents used to recycle my ang pao. Uh, any one of you have that same problem? You, you, you really never get it. You, know, you get it and then it, psh, it goes and then it recycles. And I used to envy the Christian kid because you can't recycle present. <laughs> and I always think, gee, I thought Christmas was about presents. That was when I was young. And then when I get older and I became a Christian, I realized that really I was right. Christmas is about present. But it was about present of the gift of the Son of the living God. Yeah, that's right. You know, the, 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 the thing with presents is this. I, I like that. The Santa Claus, first time Santa Claus got a present. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You know, the, the, the thing about presents is this. Do you realize that when somebody gives you a present, it is more than just the thing. It is really an offering of friendship. It's an offering of love and friendship. That's why I love the Malay word for thank you. What is it? Terima. Terima means receive. Kase means I receive love. And, and that when, when, when you, you give somebody a present, you, you extend them your love and your friendship. And I'm so glad that you accepted it. Because if you don't, then what you are saying is that, poo on you. <laughs> you, you, you understand it? And, and, and you know, it's just, the presence of God is just the same. 
when he gave his son, he extended with his love and his friendship. And you, have a, you and I have a choice. We can say, Terima kasih. Or we can turn our back on him and say, I leave. The choice is ours. This is what Christmas is about. You can't embrace the Christ of Christmas until you first embrace the God of creation.